Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 162, Heart-Centered Motivation, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. What's going on, old friends? Old stands for Optimal Living Daily. This is a podcast where I find the best blogs out there on personal development, productivity, minimalism, self-help, and more. And I get permission from the authors and then read them to you. You know, personally, I'm kind of tired of the typical interview style show. I used to listen to a bunch of these and it just feels like every podcast is one of those uh, nowadays. Don't get me wrong. I think a lot of them are really, really valuable, but I feel like there's so much extra information and fluff in there. And I thought that reading written material would get straight to the point. So that's where this idea came from. Or at least that's one little part of why I created the show. And you can hear more about how it all started in episode zero. Although it's uh, funny to me listening back now because I sound a lot more timid. I should probably redo that episode. But I also kind of like it so I can hear how far I've come. Not to toot my own horn or anything, I still have a long way to go. Anyway, I don't want to have too much fluff here, so I'll save my self-promotional stuff at the end. So for now... Let's start optimizing your life. Heart-Centered Motivation by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com In 1998, I had an experience that had a deep and lasting effect on me. Aaron and I were eating lunch at a local soup and salad place, and I noticed a woman cleaning the tables nearby. She looked very sad and depressed, as if she had just been chastised by her supervisor or had gotten some bad news. Aaron and I didn't have a lot of money at the time. Even eating this cheap meal was a stretch for our budget. But as we were getting up to leave, I walked up to this woman, handed her a $5 bill and said, I know you're probably not appreciated for the work you do, but I want you to know that we think you're doing a great job. The woman's facial expression changed instantly from sadness to genuine gratitude. She looked me straight in the eye and said, thank you so much. She did her best to hold back tears, but with only partial success. I don't recall what else she said to me, but I always remember the look on her face. In that moment, we really connected, human being to human being. I doubt it was the $5 that mattered to her. It was the fact that someone acknowledged her as a real person. Aaron and I were both deeply moved by the experience. That event taught me that even when I'm not in a great place myself, I still have the capacity to make a positive difference for someone else. I don't have to do something extraordinary. 30 seconds to offer a kind word to a stranger is all it takes. Doing that small service for this woman popped me out of my own worries. At least temporarily, I entered a higher state of consciousness, shooting right up to the state of joy. 
I didn't maintain that state for long, but I had a powerful reference experience that left me a different person. In my adult life, I've experienced two primary forms of motivation. The first kind is self-centered or ego-driven. That's the motivation to achieve, to do my best, to succeed. The second kind is other-centered or service-driven. That's the motivation to give, to help, to contribute. Self-centered motivation launched my computer games business in 1994. It was what I wanted to do. That motivation worked okay for many years. It took me to a decent place in my life, but I eventually saw that it was a dead end. I knew I'd never be truly fulfilled no matter how successful I became at achieving my personal goals. When I started stevepavlina.com in 2004, I shifted my primary motivational fuel from serving myself to serving others. Instead of focusing on what I wanted to do, I focused on what I wanted to give. This helped me to start pushing past my ego and stop fussing over my problems. I knew I was focusing on something more important. I'm nowhere near perfect at this, and I still oscillate between both of these forms of motivation, but the desire to contribute has always been the stronger of the two. Whenever I notice myself getting sucked into ego-driven motivation, I feel much less inspired and more overwhelmed. That's when I call a timeout to reconnect with what truly matters, such as by meditating or journaling. I wish I could adequately express in words the tremendous joy that comes from service-based motivation. When I'm in this state of joy, I know there's nothing I'd rather be doing, regardless of my circumstances. Over the past two years, I've often said to myself, quote, whatever happens to me during the course of my life, physically, socially, or financially, I can always choose to focus on giving. When I'm in that state, nothing else matters. I cease to exist as a separate being and merge into an expression of divine oneness, unquote. When I focus on serving myself, I feel like I'm drawing upon my own energy reserves. But when I focus on serving others, it's like I'm plugging into a much more powerful battery. Energy flows through me instead of from me. I become a conduit instead of a terminal node. I feel totally inspired and fulfilled. Give yourself the opportunity to experience this state of joy for yourself. Sometime within the next couple days, I ask you to perform one small act of kindness for someone you don't know. The reason I suggest it be someone you don't know is so you'll experience the power of stepping outside your comfort zone and also so you'll recognize that you have the power to give no matter where you are. Do something that isn't a big sacrifice for you, but which will make a positive difference for someone else. Offer a few words of praise, an encouraging letter, a small gift, a little favor. Center yourself in your heart as you do this. Feel the desire to do something that is genuinely selfless. Don't be concerned with how the other person may react. Right now, take a moment to put out the intention for this opportunity to present itself. Phrase your intention however you wish and say it aloud. Here's a simple suggestion, quote, I am now performing a simple, heart-centered act of service that will make a positive difference in someone's life, unquote. If everyone who visits this website today follows this simple suggestion, we'll collectively perform thousands of acts of service. Even one kind gesture makes a difference. What will you do to help make life just a little better for someone else today? You just listened to the post titled Heart-Centered Motivation by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. So there you have it. I love that little suggestion and hopefully you can do it. And if everyone here does it, we'll make a little difference in the world. And I have to try my best to keep this show growing. So here's where I'll briefly mention how you can keep the show alive. The first is to join my mailing list because not only does it show your support, but you get a bunch of free stuff from me and you get entered to win a book every single month. You can do that at oldpodcast.com or you can just text the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. 
And second, if you want to go above and beyond, you can become a patron of the show and contribute any amount you like, one time or monthly, totally up to you, also at oldpodcast.com. That helps to cover the website server, the mailing list costs, the books I give away, and of course the cost of hosting all these MP3s, which there's a ton of them. So once again, you can do both of those things at oldpodcast.com, and I'd be super grateful. And that's it for today. I hope you're having a great weekend. Enjoy it, and please help someone else if you can. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.